Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Coach Red, where we bring you all the sports news, opinions, and facts about all your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad to the Mariners. The Mariners. It's a crazy world out there, people, but don't worry. We're here to guide you through it and as most of our Mondays will go, at least every other one, it's time for a Monday fun day. You <laughs> had your Sunday fun, but we want to roll that into a Monday and to lead you into that Monday fun day. We've got me, the Margarita Maven, on a Monday, Triple M himself, Tread. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at the real coach red on insta at the real underscore coach red and since we're talking about fun the somersault king himself the king of somersaults has blessed us with his presence today somersaults he has his crown he has his scepter he's here to have some fun the left-handed one himself lefty france it's me what's good flipping all around this I enjoy place. a couple somersaults here and there dabble <laughs> with them you can find him on twitter at lefty france on on instagram at dfrance13 give us a follow and while you're at it go ahead and find the podcast oh page yeah yeah at coach red pod on both insta and twitter coming out with some good stuff but as you have come to expect out of a Monday, let's have a little fun. We're going to go a little crazy. And you know what? We're branching out this week. We're not just confined to the state of Washington. We're going global, shoot, international even. So, Lefty France, I want to kick it off with a question to you first. All right. Let's Summer hear Olympics just wrapped up. USA, if, USA, USA dominating. So, Kendrick Perkins, be more you, American. You love the USA, I know. So, if you could join one, do one event or join a team in the Olympics for this last year, what event or team would you want to be a part of? By far, the uh, men's basketball team. You would be part of the, the new age dream team? Yes. Take a gold. I'll take a gold home with me. I'll get those guys water. I'll tie their shoes for them. When we're when when you're <laughs> when you're up 40 points yep. over Trinidad they'll, and Tobago. They'll throw me in <laughs> get there. Some play. I'll go to the Run. corner, cast a couple threes. Hopefully one goes in. <laughs> get get on the stat sheet. If I if I don't score, I'm hacking. Packing them. I'm getting my name on the score. Four minutes and he fouled out. (laughs) The the lefty five of them. Use them all. Use them all while you can. The lefty France story. The quickest player to ever foul out in the Olympics. Hey. From his humble beginnings in Buckley, Washington to the grand stage of the Olympics. He's out here setting records, folks. Hack a shack. 
Oh, I'm going to make the hacks worth it. Oh, big time. Hey, Start hey, a brawl, man. maybe? Uh-huh. Let's go. Sportsmanship. Yeah, we're, <laughs> Team USA is not getting it if Lefty France is touching the court. Sportsmanships come are just sportsmanship doesn't get uh, you gold does it no no but to the to our young listeners out there yeah be good sports it's a good thing (laughs) yes the sportsmanship is is, i have a follow-up question lefty Mm -hmm. all right you're probably not going to be able to make the u.s men's basketball team i'm sorry to inform you that's but very true if the Olympic committee came to your house tomorrow and said, Hey, we, we got to have you in the Olympics. We need a sport that you could compete at one that doesn't even have to be in the Olympics right now, but sport does it could be, could be a variety of sports. Which one would it be? So you could get into the Olympics, something that you're really good at. I'm going to go with, cornhole cornhole yes yeah i could see that being an olympic sport tomorrow yes 100 percent. it's in espn on espn h8 the ocho i mean it's on espn too sometimes it is yeah acl american cornhole league but yeah i think i think i could potentially go for gold (laughs) (laughs) i'm going for gold Bring it home she's ready to play. play. I don't know. I've seen some of those guys. They're pretty freaking insane. Do their nails out there? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can get all of them, all four in the. Can't. I don't know if I can court all four of them in the, in one round. But you could try. I'll give it my best. That's for sure. And shoot, lefty. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. I got one for you, Coach Red. All right, fire away. So I want to hear your thoughts on uh, Dylan Morris getting named starting quarterback for UW. I think it's a smart move. It's something that we've talked about, at least from the beginning. You look at it last year, was a red shirt freshman, spending a year in the program, but they – had just gotten a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Practice time was sporadic at best. They got a late start. Spring was non-existent. He's been around this team now for a year. He's been around this coaching staff. It makes sense. I'm, I will be surprised to see, it, especially early on, to see this offense open up a little bit. And – a lot of that's going to come down to the arm of Dylan Morris. We've talked about the stable of running backs they have, but they have interesting prospects in the wide receiver game, and their tight end room is loaded. And he loved throwing to Kate Otten last year. So that rapport is already built. I think that Jimmy Lake's a guy that proved last year that it doesn't matter your status on the team. You know, he put guys out there that – Hadn't got a lot of starting experience. I mean, Alex Cook, former converted wide receiver, was your starting safety last year. Kamari Pleasant, red shirt senior last year, is your lead back out there. So it wouldn't surprise me if old Sam Heward's going to be pressing him all year. And I think that you could end up seeing 
some of those dual quarterback situations like you had seen in the past at UW and at other programs in the Pac-12. But I think that at least to start the season, it's not a bad idea to go with Dylan Morris. He's a local kid, worked his tail off, beat, yeah. uh, beat out guys with a lot more experience and program experience than him, seems to fit what Donovan likes to do. I just wonder with the physical tools and prowess that Sam Heward has, how long he can keep that job. True. And he could he could surprise everyone and just ball out, which no one's gonna be mad about. You wanna see you wanna see your starting quarterback do big things. And whether yeah. that's Dylan Morris or Sam Heward, starting it's gonna be Dylan Morris. We'll see how it rolls. They've got big tests gonna be week two. I mean, the Grizz, he'll get everyone. I think you'll get to see both the guys on the field. As that game goes on, you'll get to catch a glimpse of what both are going to bring to the table. But we, too, at Michigan, that's the test. I mean, going into a hostile environment. Dylan Morris has never played a game on the road. UW did not leave their own stadium last year due to COVID restrictions. So it's a big test going to the going to the old big blue out there. and those fans are going to be wild and ruckus and it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. So I'm excited to see, especially early on, you're going to see what this team's about and hopefully it can be Dylan Morris. And if not, you've got a strong candidate in waiting in Sam Heward. Yeah. I like it. Whew. All right, lefty. All right. Getting out, get out of Washington again. Okay. With the increasing popularity in the ultimate fighting championship i know that we are both uh very very avid viewers at times you know sometimes above avid viewers there's a lot of guys in in the fight game right now that are doing big things and are big personalities getting big deals becoming more and more household names so i want to know if you could be in the entourage of one ufc fighter who would it be and why? There's so many guys that I want to pick, you know. Give me but give me some guys the, like give some guys for the listeners. Okay. That you thought that you thought about. So I thought of Dustin Poirier. Oh, Diamond. Dustin yeah. Diamond, baby. I mean, share the same name would be sweet to just Kicking it in Nola. Oh yeah, kicking in Nola, trying his hot sauce. <laughs> we're we're just chilling, you know. And so he was one. Another one I got was O'Malley. Sugar show. Sugar. Sugar. Go kick it with Snoop, dude. Snoop's yeah. Favorite favorite fighter. O'Malley would be. That would be a pretty crazy guy to hang out with. Like, I don't – can't even imagine what he does on <laughs> outside the cameras because he's a crazy a guy. Yeah, exactly. But my go-to has got to be John Bone Jones. One of the more controversial fighters out there. Yeah, but, dude, just to have him on your side is – yeah, you're feeling pretty, pretty confident. Besides, I mean, the forfeited. Yeah, you know, losses. He has one loss 
ever. Exactly. It's crazy. And he's hope I'm hoping to see him get back out there soon. Heavyweight. Yeah. I mean, we just, we need him back in the UFC and showing, showing everyone what he got. Cause he is a beast. He's a freaking beast. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So th- those are mine. And I want to hear your number. Who who are you thinking? Because you got you to gotta be thinking someone. I mean, I'll finish with the guy that I that ultimately want to finish with. But a couple of guys that I wouldn't mind being around would be like Cody Garbrandt being around Team Alpha Male. You know, uh-huh. Uriah Faber getting to hang out with those guys and just see what they've brought to the fight game over the past decades would be a fun one. I mean, Israel Donage, the Izzy show. I mean, yeah. style bender. Dude, dude seems like a good time to hang out with and just to, just to be around. He just oozes confidence. Another guy that would be cool can be Max Holloway. Okay. Hang out in Hawaii a little bit. Yeah. He also, you know, big time streamer, big time gamer, loves to put, put himself out there for the fans, which I think would be cool. But game with them. I think the guy that I got to go with, you know, I'm going to have to sip a little proper number 12 with the, the notorious one. I mean, the guy is out there, but just. To be around him and learn from him, the guy is a self-made man. He's hands down the biggest marketing tool that you've ever seen out of the UFC. He's parlayed that into so many different opportunities. And just to learn from him as a businessman and just to be around him to see what goes behind the making of Conor McGregor. I know that it's been a little sporadic in the fight game lately, not a ton of wins, but I think he looked pretty sharp in that last fight before he broke his leg. Snapped so, it. Yeah, that I'm was excited to you know be around him and just just pick up what he's putting down. Yeah, he he seem, he seems like a pretty pretty funny guy to kick it with. I mean, the dude has a documentary about him. Yeah, and he's That's not pretty even badass. <laughs> exactly. All right, my next one for you. Your Pete Carroll for the day. What is your schedule going to look like for the day from when you wake up to when you leave that practice facility? Oh, go home. Well, Pete Carroll seems like an early riser, so I'd have to set an early alarm, wake up, piss excellence. Yeah. <laughs> but- Go go get yes. a nice go get a nice shower in. You know, just think about the day. Maybe maybe get some fruit and oatmeal to to get the body charged. Maybe some egg whites. Who when knows? do you throw your first piece of bubble gum in? Yeah, you know, strap up the Air Monarchs. Yeah, yeah, we're getting crazy. <laughs> you know, get in the building, work game plan with the with the coaching staff early on. Set a good practice schedule. Figure out figure out which position group's going to be owning the PA system with the music for this practice, you know, okay. guys coming in, I'm going to high five every single. Person oh yeah. Comes <laughs> to the door. I don't care if it's your first day on the job and you're an intern, you're getting a high five. Yeah. Okay. Russell Wagner, Russell <laughs> Wagner, all these guys, high five, high five. 
not the tallest guy. I'm going to have to jump up for DK. What's up? Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Carlos Dunlap, <laughs> give me a little low five here, okay? Can't get up there to six, eight. Can't go too high on it. Yeah. Keep the energy up at practice. Watch guys compete. Break film down. You know, go over game plan. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm going to go home, maybe eat a nice steak after oh, a yeah. nice day. Maybe maybe go to a place that I can afford since I'm a multimillionaire now. Yeah. You know, go to a nice fancy steakhouse. Get a little living a little bourbon. Life. And then I'm going to go tuck myself into sleep at about seven o'clock because I'm an old man. And get ready for round two. Yeah. Get ready <laughs> for the next one. <laughs> That's Tomorrow's awesome. a new day. Always, always be winning. <laughs> be always. I like it. All right, let's go to let's go to something that's a little bit more on par. So, Seattle Sounders ran into a little bit of a rough patch, especially during this international window. They've been plagued with injuries and had guys on international duty. One guy that has stayed consistent on the team has been Raul Ruiz Diaz, who's your goal scorer. He's the guy that the ball runs through when you're in that attacking third, but. You've had quite a few losses lately, and I want your opinion on who is the most important guy that was either banged up or out on international duty that you think is the biggest key to the Sounders' success outside of your goal scorer supreme, Raul Ruiz Diaz. I like this question. I mean, we I got to go with El Stud. Christian Roldan because... I mean, he just does it all. Like, he doesn't have to score goals. He's, like, the glue for them, honestly. And he does it silently at times. But just, like, having him out there, I feel like the squad together is just moving, just playing as a team. And it's... You can just see the difference when he is out there and when he's not. And yeah, other guys are hurt and have also been out, but I really think that he's the biggest piece for them to continue to win and win the championship as well. I mean, Rudy has got to keep scoring those goals, but. Oh yeah. Big shout out to the Sounders as a whole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five players named to the all-star team this mm-hmm. year. Um, Well-deserved. If I'm if I'm missing someone, I believe that they're sitting there with Gamar, Nuhu, both Roldans, first brother combo to ever make the all-star game at the same time. And then, of course, Raul Ruiz Diaz, who is front-runner for the Golden Boot Award. So – you know, that's a lot, hands down, the most guys on the All-Star squad. And big shout-out to both the Roldan brothers. Six of them. Six. Who'd I miss? Did you get Jao Paulo? I, did, I missed Jao Paulo. He's in there. Yeah, so six guys. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. It's impressive. That is very impressive. All well-deserved from all of them. They, yes. They're good. They're very good. All right. 
I got one last question for you, coach. Okay. I, I think I know the answer to this, but I just wanted to ask you it. If you could go back and choose one Mariner game to be at that you watched on TV, which one would it be and where would you be sitting? Man, this is a really tough one. I think that I would be at the Orioles game where the Mariners got no hit. Oh, yeah. Means. I would just be yeah. sitting right behind home plate. It would just be a fun, <laughs> fun day. I've never seen a no-hitter live. So Diamond Club. Might as well. Check it out. Yeah. No, I would – easy answer. A couple weeks ago, game one against the Astros, you're down 7 nothing early. Make the comeback. I'd want to be sitting uh, right where Dylan Moore's home run landed – yeah, and I would have been His grand slam, absolutely bananas. And the crazy thing was, we had recorded earlier that night. We wanted to make sure we got done to watch the game. Mm-hmm. I remember, and then we get out there, and Mariners are down early. Yeah, big. they were down big. Yeah, I contemplated turning the game off. Three different times, but I didn't. I stuck it out the whole time, and I just kind of felt like there was something magical in the air. And they just crept back. Cal Raleigh smashing a bases clearing double. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Sieg went Yahtzee. He did, yeah. There goes Yahtzee in that game for three to make it even closer. And (laughs) – they just kept piling it on, and they just never quit. And I think that really showed you the grit that you get out of a young team that has been showing up in clutch time. And I really think embodies what this squad means for all of us right now. We've been waiting for a long time to be excited about Mariners baseball, and I haven't yeah. – stayed this close to Mariners baseball this deep in the season for a long, 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 (laughs) long, long time. Same here. These guys, even though they're not the most star-studded lineup, you can find a guy that you can hang your hat on, and it's not the same guy every night. You know, one night it's now Abraham Toro. You've got Seeger. You've got Logan Gilbert. You have Marco. You have Seawald. Flexen. JP. Ty France. Luis Torrens. Kelnick. Steckenrider. Steck. Yeah. I mean, there's Rake Fraley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Moore. You have these guys that just continue to show up in big moments that you don't anticipate going into the day in that game. Dylan Moore came in as a pinch hitter yeah, earlier in that crazy. game. He didn't start. Crazy. He, oh man. I watched the replay of that home run from every single angle. I think I've <laughs> probably seen it 150 times now. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. That was by far the greatest game of the season. Oh, so man. far, 
Yeah, there's still time left. We got a lot of baseball left going into today. Mariners five and a half out of the wild card race. They've got hanging Texas, around Texas coming up, which need need a sweep. Done historically very well against. And then you've got another team in the race with the Blue Jays coming into town. Back at home, this is this is time to make a stand, make that push. Five and one in these next two series would be it would be huge. Yeah, that would be a great, great record for these. They if they could sweep the Rangers, I think that they could be in a decent position, but definitely taking the series against the Blue Jays could really help them out as well. Yeah, obviously. And I think the Mariners have a pretty favorable schedule down the road. I mean, they've got games against Oakland, who's been playing well, but starting center fielder, starting three and four hitter. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. So, you sit there and you – the door's a little open right now. And I think this will go a long way to see what – the Mariners do not only for the rest of this year, but to see where they see their rebuild for the future. If they are the Mariners of old and fizzle, especially with the younger squad, you might be looking to augment with some older players. If they stick in it till the end, I think you're doing little bits of augmentation that help put a little bit more veteran presence on the team, but don't stymie the growth. of those young players not blocking those guys from being on the field because i feel like with this group it's a big feel type group there's a lot of camaraderie there's a lot of swag there's a lot of hype and that's what comes with the younger squad very few guys on this squad are over 30 years old true i think you're sitting there right now with four or five guys on your 25 man roster that are over 30 and that's Nuts to think about that is so in, crazy. in Major League Baseball, where a lot of the top free agents in the next coming years are all early to late th- 30s yeah. and they're still considered great players. Yep. So it'll be very exciting to see how this tails out. But yeah, if you want me to go to one game this year, uh, yeah, I'll get home at 1 30 in the morning and I won't go to sleep until three if I was at that game. I, uh, I might have had to call into work the next yeah. because it's like, sorry, I haven't slept. I'm still too wired, and I think I'm going to crash at some point. Exactly. I like it. like it a lot. Well, another, another Monday fun day in the books. That was fun. We, I had fun. It's always fun. So before, before you go to sleep tonight, or when you wake up in the morning, whenever you're listening to us, hop over to social media. Give me a follow on Twitter at the real coach red on Insta at the real underscore coach red. While you're at it, why don't you follow the podcast page at coach red pod, or maybe, maybe you want to follow a left-hander mix it up a little bit. At lefty France on Twitter and at D France 13 on Instagram Follow us, follow us, follow us. Big news as well coming out this week. Uh, This is Monday, but be prepared because starting this week, we will be releasing three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays 
for from now into the foreseeable future. Only times where we might mix that up a hair is if the Seahawks are playing a Monday night game, then we won't release an episode on Monday because we will be too busy watching the game and then we will break it down the day after. But yep. getting on a three episode a week release schedule for you guys to get a little bit more content and so we can talk more about your favorite team. So big news yes, coming sir. out this week. Enjoy. We are going to be bringing you lots of stuff. But as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace. Thank you.